This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. Probably uh, playing with fire a little bit, fading the Padres and back-to-back oh. A's, but I have to. I have to take Milwaukee plus 104 on the money line with Corbin Burns on the bump going up against Pat. 2-2 pitch. And that's hit in the air in the right center field. He hit it well, and it's gone. Second home run in as many nights for Billy McKinney, and the Brewers jump out to a 1-0 lead. Will Myers. And there's a drive hit into left field on the run. McKinney lays out and makes a spectacular catch. My goodness, what a play by Billy McKinney. On the BetQL Audio Network. I keep having to tell Horvat, just take the Brewers as a dog. You got one of your studs on the bump, just take the Brewers, man. Brewers were good. They were a winner last night. No worry about the Padres. Get out of here, Pods. All those Friars chatter. Come on now. Brewers went outright as an underdog last night. At least we got that one. Uh, Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat here with you for the next three hours on a Wednesday. This is BetQL Daily. Welcome on in. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at BetQL Daily. So it's myself at Joe 0670Horvat at Ryan Horvat producing. Got Eli Hershkovich and Jay Kassan in downtown Chicago and in Philadelphia. I don't know if that's in the downtown area. It's Dylan Burns and Jake Galley. They're handling uh, the graphics and Dylan is the director. Three of our regulars three of our favorites on the show today michael gallagher from establish the run to discuss the association big news with harden as we were entering those games kind of went under the radar once those games started but that is massive for playoff implications in the eastern conference our buddy will brinson will be here i know he's been betting the nfl draft props like crazy we're going to find out what he loves and what he's just not sure of and uh jeff feinberg to preview the next golf tournament. Uh, another one of those tournaments we did not have last year. Different format a bit. So Jeff will uh, get you set if you plan on getting any bets in before the tournament gets rolling tomorrow. <sighs> I don't know where to start with you, Horvat. Do we start with your Milwaukee teams? Because I don't want you going on a 10-minute tangent. I'm still kind of mad at Giannis from the other day. Me too. Because <laughs> you're still mad at Giannis? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I made up what I lost in points betting with him last night by taking the Julius Randle under. Yes, Dylan Burns. I, I wasn't quite happy with the final score of that Knicks game, but I was happy that Julius Randle only had 16 points. I, I was starting – I mean, we I, we get so out of control in this business, and it's there's so much recency bias involved. And I and I do believe that's a lot what's happening with Tibbs, but it doesn't mean he won't win coach there. He still can, just a firestorm that's, that's backing him right now. I was starting to see people say, well, 
if we're going to talk about Steph Curry as being the MVP, well, Julius Randle's the runaway most improved player. Look at the numbers. If Tibbs is going to be the coach of the year, should we be talking about Julius Randle as MVP? That's how crazy this has gotten. Yeah, no, there's there's one front runner for the MVP, and that's Jokic. That's and that conversation's over. I like to make a case for Steph Curry just because of my 16 to 1 ticket. And if you take him off that Warriors team, who's scoring points? Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. Uh, they're without Wiseman now for the rest of the not, year. Not, not so much an MVP conversation. I'm just talking about how things just get out of control with the recency bias right now. Oh, right, right, right. No, you know where we should start? I, well, I'm with you. I'm angry at Giannis. I'm also angry, but not too angry at Kelly Olynyk because he did cash for me six straight games, so I wasn't really expecting that to continue. Uh, his status as an elite big in the NBA. Yeah. So we could start there. I'm pumping the brakes. I'm taking it easy on the NBA. And yesterday, I would have been boring. I only had two plays yesterday. I was on the Brewers just because I can't believe we get that price with Corbin Burns, even against the Padres. Got to take it. They're beat up. To take it. In the well, the interesting part, and uh, we addressed this yesterday, was in the first five, Brewers were heavy, heavy favorites. Like we, I think it was minus 140. But yeah. then for the full game, the Padres were the favorite. I just took them full game. I was like, okay, this is going to turn around for the bullpen. I'm not that scared off. Right, exactly. And especially with the Brewers bullpen, like I expect them to bounce back and the Padres are beat up right now. And you could say what you want. I mean, the Brewers are pretty beat up right now. Obviously, no Christian Yelich, no Lorenzo Cain in that lineup. But still with Corbin Burns on the mound. And the funny thing was last night, Joe, he didn't even have his best stuff. That's what they continue to say on the broadcast. And he threw what a four hitter struck out 10. I mean, he looks like a legit Cy Young candidate right now. Now, Jake, it's not candidate. It's it's not even we're beyond candidate. He was a candidate after start one or two. Like, he is co-leader in the clubhouse. That's what he is. And the DraftKings, uh, if you look at that, those odds are reflecting that. And if you look at points bet, I mean, I think this is one of the top stories of the day in the sports betting world. If you're betting into the MLB futures market, man, like I was shopping around this morning and find sponsor of this show, at least in the legal market that I see here in Illinois, points bet has the best number. I, I, I trying not to overreact. Like maybe that's a theme of the day, recency bias. But this number might be gone for the rest of the season if you don't act this morning. So I saw on DraftKings and all the Canby books, Burns is plus 350 to win the NL Cy Young. DeGrom the favorite. On points bet, he's plus 600 Burns, that is. Still? He's right now. He is plus 600. Wow. So my mentality is, do you act on Burns now? The price is going soon, and it's not coming back. The numbers are gaudy. Like, we're going to hear all sorts of historical stuff if he can keep some. He can't keep this up. But if he can keep something close, uh, we'll hear all that stuff. And then there will be people that will say, hey, if it's a toss-up, DeGrom already has some Cy Youngs. They're going to give it to Burns. Or does that mean there's value this early in the season on some other guys that we're not looking at, like, I don't know, Nola or Wheeler, something like that? 
Yeah, Nola I would look at. Hell, I mean, I was trying to make the case for Brandon Woodruff before the season even started. Woodruff. I was home Corbin Burns, not even as homer picks because I watch them every fifth day make their starts. It's just like with Brandon Woodruff, I mean, the writing's been on the wall. The strikeout numbers continue to go up and his walk rate continues to go down. He's not walking anybody. And if he mm-hmm. can stay healthy, because that's been his problem in the past. He had the oblique injury last year. He just needs to make every start. With Corbin Burns, I mean, we've seen flashes of brilliance. You saw it the other night. He struck out five different batters on five different pitches. This season, he has 38 strikeouts, no walks. I was doing comparisons to like the Cubs hitters because they've been so bad. Javi Baez this year has struck out 31 times and only walked once. Then you're looking at Corbin Burns' numbers on the mound are just ridiculous. 38 strikeouts, no walks. He's obviously not going to continue to do that. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I would probably play it right now. Um, I think DeGrom's going to be fantastic all year. But if I'm going to play anybody right now, it's probably – it would be Burns because I already have a Woodruff ticket. And, you know, as great as DeGrom's going to continue to be, like you said, maybe there will be some voter fatigue or maybe they're going to look to get him that – that what is it? That, that would be his third Cy Young. I could see maybe that being the case too. Like, let's reward him. He's one of the best pitchers of our generation. I don't know, though. I'd take a shot with Burns, man, because I think he could continue this. Like I said, last night he didn't have the best stuff, and he pitched a four-hitter. If both stay healthy, can DeGrom run away with it? Yeah. That's your question, because then it would be tough to hedge, right, to to make a profit out of a Burns 6-to-1 ticket. Yeah, man, and if you've been watching DeGrom, I mean, he's been ridiculous. The other day, I mean, the strikeout numbers are ridiculous, and – obviously you don't have to look at win loss record or anything like that. So it doesn't matter what the run support because both pitchers, that's been the problem. I mean, last night that's the most run support Corbin Burns finally gets. And it's from guys like Billy McKinney guys that I didn't even know were in the league still with, you know, Yelich and Kane and all these guys being hurt. They finally get some run production. Um, Yeah. I I think DeGrom could run away, but I think that Corbin Burns right now, great value. And I think he couldn't, I think he can continue this. It's weird to say value pick is the second favorite, but that's where we sit. We'll address this specific topic, what we would do with nickel or dime later on in the hour. Also in Major League Baseball, the A's have now won 10 in a row. They sweep the Twinkies. Um, Otani, I I like the Angels yesterday, but the problem was they were such heavy favorites, and Otani had a ton of walks, 
<laughs> I mean, six walks, seven strikeouts, and four innings of work. Angels end up winning. Jake Hassan gave out Urias as a K-prop guy, and that came through in impressive fashion. With what do you have? Eleven strikeouts yesterday. Urias might be a guy as a long shot that you take a look at. I know people would say, "Oh, you can't do that in that Dodgers rotation. He's near the back end." But maybe he won't be viewed that way if the kind of role that he's on continues. Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he and you know, with the A's, I'm actually kind of like surprised what they're doing, but I shouldn't be because this is what they do every year. But they're twelfth and run scored per game, and they're, I mean, they they don't. I don't really know. Every year, like preseason before the season begins, I'm like, okay, this is the year that the, the A's are going to fade away. I don't think they're going to be any good. Like, look at these names, you know, and every single year, this is what they do. So they're starting to heat up right now. I thought like after the first week of the season, I thought that they were going to be a disaster. And uh, now they're playing like one of the better teams in all baseball. And I'm, and I'm a little worried about the twins. Like if you have a twins ticket, I'd be a little concerned. What are you worried about with the twins? I just, I do think, you know, I think that the white Sox are going to heat up right here. And I think that I think that they're going to fade away a little bit. Now they're hitting the baseball right now, um, but I don't know if Buxton's going to continue this. Like he's hitting what four sixty nine right now with five homers. Do you see that lasting all season long? I don't know. I just watched. Yes, yes, he's going to hit four sixty nine all year. No, no, no. <laughs> but do you think that he's going to continue to play like this all season? Of course not. He's going to stay healthy this season. I don't know. I see the White Sox. Yeah. I, I think they're going to get it together. Their pitching staff is just too good. Have they announced who's starting for for the Sox today for the White Sox? Uh, last as of last night, they didn't make it official, but oh, I did see I did see Cease listed on multiple sites. Okay, yeah, I was hoping maybe it would be Kopech again, but I couldn't remember when he made that last start. I was going to look at some strikeout props, but no, I think I, I do think that the Sox are going to turn it up. Um, Oakland, anytime I, I just anytime Oakland takes on Minnesota, I always go with Oakland, man. I mean, they've won six out of their last ten. They just they just down. Oh. Major League Baseball, uh, 250 games so far. How many games above 500 are the favorites straight up? Now, the the real sample size is 240 games because 10 went off as pickums. Uh, out of 240, uh, the re- straight up record for favorites is how many games above 500? Jeez, what is it? I have no idea. Tell me. Make a guess. Anybody have a guess? Anybody? Jake Hassan, anybody? 240 games. How many games above 500 are the favorites straight up? Straight up, I would say, oh, jeez. 12? I was going to say I was going to say 10. Lower. Lower. Ace. Lower. 3. Lower. <laughs> Zero. Two games above 500 are favorites straight up this year. If you're blind betting underdogs and a number of them in the plus 150, plus 200 range, wow, are you cleaning up? Now, nobody bets that way, but I'm saying early on, you should be taking a look at some of these dogs as the market is figuring these teams out. Well, you know, and yesterday, so I was thinking about that yesterday because um, I did take the Dodgers on the money line. I I liked the Dodgers yesterday, and I liked the under in that game a lot. But I was thinking of it like I kind of like Seattle to keep it close. Now, do you ever take the the dogs on the run line, like the one and a half, like yesterday with Seattle, which would have cashed? Yes. And then you're not yes. about the minus one ninety because that's the thing. Like I've found myself 
staying away from favorites. Whereas when I started playing baseball, like started betting on baseball, you know, I would look at pitcher matchups. So if I'm getting Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yankees, I wouldn't mind going, okay, it's minus 220, but it's Garrett Cole going against, you know, the Twins today or the Pirates fifth starter, a guy that they just named. Um, but the problem is, man, you could bet four favorites, you go three and one, and you're still really not making a whole lot of profit. So I should be looking at playing all underdogs and maybe looking at the run line a little bit more. And, you know, yesterday I'm sweating that one out in the ninth inning. It's a one nothing game. So the under looks great. But I was just thinking, like, is this even worth it to be back in these big favorites, even if there is a well, pitching match that I like or a pitcher that I see value in? Uh, for the record, favorites did uh, dominate yesterday. They, they go nine and five, but uh, five, plenty of underdogs end up cashing. You know, it's so cliche in the sports betting industry and, you know, with more and more sports betting media to just let's do bad beats. Everything's a bad beat. Oh, I'm going to yell and scream because I had a bad beat. And it's yeah. just most of it. I just roll my eyes. Uh, we don't bet a ton of NHL on this show. We bring on great guests like uh, Alex Moretto to talk about stuff like that. A few other dudes um, just to help people out if they're looking at NHL futures games, whatever. There was an awful beat last night in the NHL. It was awful. If you had the Penguins minus the puck and a half, it was almost a pick them. It was, uh, I think it closed at minus 118. They are up in the third period, six, nothing, six, nothing. Devils score 41 seconds into the period. Then they score 514 in. Then Bastion scores. It's six, three. You're in the middle of the third period. The Penguins score again. It's seven, three. Three unanswered goals, including one with 41 seconds left, an empty netter. If you were on the Penn's puck line, you lost, and you turned off the TV when you were up 6 nothing in the third period. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's brutal. That's a bad beat. That is the definition of a bad beat. That That's ugly stuff.